0: Ravallone's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1088, May 31st, 2023. 106 degrees on this day in 1934. 106. And 33 degrees on this day in 1989. The swimming season has officially arrived. Tomorrow's June 1st. If you own a lake home or you have a pond on your property... Pond to be good for you, Bernard. <laughs> you need to call my friends at Aquaside. They've been helping people maintain great lake shores for more than 60 years with a complete line of lake and pond control products that will take care of everything from weeds to algae. The products are easy to use, they work quickly, and they're registered with all the agencies. No need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquaside today, describe your problem. They'll get you the right products, and your place will look great all summer long. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Revers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, The Rookie. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and the Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Sushiro. We're joined in the studio by the legend himself, Tom Bernard, who has now morphed his longtime career on radio to a podcast. That's a familiar story for you. It is. It is. is. We've (laughs) run into each other. Not infrequently, but this is the first time we ever sat down together formally.
1: Yeah. Right. That is
2: true. And uh, are you. you on his, sorry. Oh. 30, you were on his podcast along that was, with Mr.
0: Muller. It was years ago. Oh, that was a, long a dozen? Time ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> That was about 11 years ago, I think. Yeah. I'd like to thank you, by the way. I sat down in my chair. Mm-hmm. It's the only chair in this uh, studio that says toilet on it. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's, that's show That's great. Royce. Yes. Yes. So I'm yes. sitting in the toilet seat. Yes. That's great. I
2: have notes for the show. <laughs> you, He's yes. got
1: one topic. Right. Do you miss radio? Not at all. Mm. I do not miss radio really? at all. Actually, you and I talked about this 11 years ago when I started my family podcast. That, I mean, it depends on... Obviously, I'm not talking about Hubbard Broadcasting when what I'm what I'm about to say because they have money. Mm-hmm. Radio <laughs> is just about over. It, yeah.
0: Well, AM certainly is,
1: don't you? FM AM? is too. Really? They're all deeply, deeply in debt, and they're not going to make it. There's really? no way. What I my my prediction three years from now, this show will do rev share on radio. Really? This will be the leader. You'll do rev share. Start Well, you did a syndicated show, so you know how that works. Mm-hmm. So my, my opinion, and again, like I said, the Hubbard family, are, they're billionaires. Everybody knows they're billionaires. I'm not revealing anything. They pay their bills. They pay their bills. You put together the other three biggest uh, outfits in town, you get about $20 billion in debt. Really? How are they going to make it past that?
2: What's going to r- replace that vacuum right here? Podcast. You're
1: no, they it. will. They literally will take big, this show. Big money. One thing I will tell you about the Hubbards that I've always admired is, I don't think it's a coincidence that they put, against a, uh, put together a bunch of podcasts that are different times of the day, because mm-hmm. basically they're constructing an entire 24-hour mm-hmm. radio show. Or yeah, radio yeah, okay. station. Station, yeah. yeah. So a stations, but show, station, whatever. Right. I'm sitting in the toilet. Right. I'll say whatever I want. <laughs> He's in the crapper. My opinion is this, that... Um, well, first of all, there's no money in radio anymore. Anybody mm-hmm. who wants to make any money is not going to get into radio because there's no money in it anymore. What about satellite radio? Satellite radio, God, I've never been a fan, I've got to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I try to listen to that Sirius XM. Mm-hmm. Are you pulling my... You know, I, I have some friends that work there, obviously, and you know, that's nice and all the rest of it. But, no, I, I tell you, honest to God, like I said, I talked to you about this 11 years ago, and I, I tried to talk Cumulus into, into doing exactly what they did with you, But they were too busy taking the money and leaving. Mm -hmm. So So wait a minute. Wait, time Mm -hmm. out. Yeah.
2: How come, okay, everybody rips you off barrero's been ripping you off for oh 20 God, years I'm not, <laughs> bernard comes in he says hey, we gotta rip off sushi right in the podcast <laughs> we gotta go and uh, <laughs> dan i didn't say that dan that's, that's i rookie. love you but you dickens you can we stick to the format <laughs> yes okay here? oh i like that rail right back on no, i've me. got
0: some i got some questions that i've always wondered you're a north minneapolis guy yes
3: sir
1: born and raised you were close mm. to your mom very close to my mother. And uh, you, have, you have siblings. I have uh, four, well, three brothers now. My youngest brother died, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, three brothers, two sisters. Mm-hmm. Indeed. If you had it to do over again,
0: mm-hmm. would you do something else for a living before you started radio? No. Really? No. The well, second part of the question, are you the last to ever have accomplished that, going right to radio without having done anything else? I can't think
1: of anybody. Else. Well, I was a dishwasher at Donald's. No, that doesn't count. How <laughs> <laughs> many at people all. heard of this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I did a lot of bitching, so <laughs> yeah, a lot right, of people. Okay. heard me, that, That's true. No, I, it just—I will tell you the two things I want to get out of the way very, very quickly because they tend to be very emotional. I walked in this building the first time when I was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. That's 52 years ago. I mm-hmm. started here at 1500 KSTP. And I started as, I ran the Jesus tapes. You know, this is a true story, by the way. <laughs> Remember the Jesus tapes? They don't I run don't. anymore. Probably still no, sitting over there. They still run religious programs <laughs> on Sunday mornings, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they always called them the Jesus tapes. Yeah. Right. So my first weekend, I'm a big shot. I have, I like um, <laughs> I had to take the bus over because I didn't start driving until I was twenty-one,
2: <laughs> so that was a thrill. And that was here. This was on University, correct? that yeah, was this here. Yeah. We we're here was in not this in building. Way. It
1: was upstairs in the old fifteen hundred. Uh, yep. I think they redid that like what nineteen ninety uh, something it's like that. Yeah. Yeah. many yeah. times. Yeah. Yeah. Many times. So, in any case, uh, so I I walk in the building fifty-two years ago, and I went what the hell am I doing? I don't belong here. (laughs) I mean, you look around, this is a very impressive building. First, Mm -hmm. Yes. It just is. So just to walk back in this building after all this time is pretty amazing because I have all these magnificent... Well, we were walking down the the paneled hall down here. Mm -hmm. I said, man, I remember the first time I walked in here and I went... Man, they they got money. They got like paneling. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a
4: very big you, deal, right? Tom, you told a story a few years ago back when you were still on the air. You had come over here for a visit. And uh, you remember our front desk gal, Sharon. Sure. And Sharon was... Uh, avant-garde, should I say, Avant a bit Garde, different, um, and she said to you, and it cracked me up, you told the story, uh, she said, Tom, your life has really turned out okay, hasn't it? <laughs> you really made something out of yourself, <laughs> and really. that was such a Sharon thing to say. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. We really miss her. She that's was a lot true. of fun. <clears throat>
0: can, no, any, I understand. can anyone... Duplicate what you've done and I think you've already answered that. No, radio's, yeah, not anymore. Been, radio's, gone. It's radio's just, gone. It's
1: going to be gone. It's going to be gone. I would say maybe three more years. If I owned a bunch of radio stations in smaller markets, I would come to you, I'd come to me, I'd come to all the people. You know, Phil and Judd are great, great people to deal with and I would say, look, this is not syndication like you went through. This is a rev share. We want to use your content to make money and we'll give you, uh, they'll X. probably want like, you know, 30%. They'll, they'll probably want 65% and you'll get 35%. Mm-hmm. It'll cost them nothing. Mm-hmm. They just keep selling it in their market. And so everybody makes money because we can't afford to have 12 people working in, you know, like I, I worked in Grand Forks. I know it's hard to believe, but I got fired several times. Really? <laughs> <laughs> really hard to believe. And then no one would hire me in Minneapolis-St. Paul, so I had to move to Grand Forks, North Dakota, which was fine. I
2: didn't know you moved away.
1: Oh, you didn't know oh, that? I did not know I that about you. your career. Twice I moved away because both times I, nobody would hire me. I know it's really hard to believe that I could be unpleasant at the time. Cat <laughs> man.
2: Cat Cat man. Man.
3: <laughs> Tom, I don't know if you know about Joe's deep-rooted negotiations, but he and Patrick years ago had to negotiate with the replay of, I'll, uh, I'll tell Tom that story.
5: <laughs> there you go. I like
3: You're that.
0: I like that. We're doing Monday Night Sports Talk back in the day. Sure. And they came up with the idea of doing a, a Saturday Sports Talk. I remember that, too. And yep. uh, I, I I forget what happened.
3: Well, you you were approached you, by you station were, management.
0: Yeah, the management said, would you guys mind... If we gave you 50 bucks each... To do what? To replay, to replay the show. To replay Monday Night Sports Talk. And I said, <laughs> Hold on. Let me talk to my partner here. Yeah. So Royce and I went out in the back and rolled around on the ground for a few minutes and came back in and said, Yes, we'll accept. That for,
1: you know. Hey, do you know it's twenty five hundred bucks a year? I mean, you know, what the
3: hell To do, do nothing. <laughs> to do nothing exactly. I, I think
0: we have we've, we've touched on something momentous here and I wanna I wanna conclude it. That that career is is gone for young people. The career of a guy like in your your teens deciding, I'm going to go into radio, I like it, I want to be part of it, that's, in your estimation, that's not going to happen anymore.
1: No. Well, the one thing that still remains is, and you guys changed that a lot, and I wanted to thank all of you for that, by the way, um, because you and the Hubbard family having faith in you opened new doors for people. You know, yeah, I've been doing the podcast for 11 almost 12 years now, but I couldn't talk anybody into doing anything. I mm-hmm. I went to This is my favorite part of it. So, cumulus buys it. Um, is there anybody you hate? No, <laughs> no. nobody. Kenny <laughs> hates all of us. You're you're sitting with three of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but honest to God, uh, Cumulus buys the station like eleven years ago, I think, something like that, which is why I started the podcast because I knew I'd never be able to work for them for a long term. Ended up being ten years or whatever, eleven years almost. But um, I've I set up an appointment with uh, the vice president. It was John Dickey. Maybe the biggest jackass I've ever met in my life. <laughs> okay. It's, out. it's uh, out? No, it's been out for oh, a long okay.
2: time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not really too good about lying, like being nice to people that I don't Candace, like. I just,
2: it, that's okay. I Candace just can't okay. do
1: it. I, I can't do it. I cannot be nice to someone I don't like. So uh, he said something to Moimo. He said, why don't you fly in on Thursday? uh it was in Atlanta. They were in, in Buckhead. And so, and I, by the way, I was always very uncomfortable. You live in
3: Buckhead? That's
1: yeah, that,
4: <laughs> that doesn't sound right.
1: right very close, right. isn't it? I'm very close
3: to <laughs> right. something
1: that's not so complimentary. Yeah, yeah.
3: Especially if you're doing a caller ID or you're doing a station ID in yeah. Buckhead right. every hey, hour. Listen up, Buckhead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the wealthiest suburb
1: of Atlanta. Oh, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of money there. Yeah. You ever been to Irv's, the oldest bar? I have Ike's or, or Irv's. Ike's or I can't remember. It's been there for 125 years. Never been there. Wow. It is unbelievable. So anyway, I fly in Atlanta, I get there, I stay at the, uh, some hotel overnight, and I get up in the morning and go to my meeting, and I'm sitting out in the lobby, and um, this person comes out and goes, you know, this, I, I hate to tell you this, but uh, oh, no. John doesn't have time to meet with you. Oh, Jesus. I, said, I flew here from Minneapolis to Atlanta, stayed overnight, I've been sitting here for about an hour, now you're telling me he doesn't have time to meet me at all? And I said, uh, I want you to do me a favor. I'm going to go and get in a taxi right now. And I can't tell you what I called him Mm -hmm. because, you know, they're editing. Sure, But you tell, it starts with, I think, I think it starts with an M and ends with an F. All right, or it okay. might be an F in the middle of F it. F in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> you tell him he's a meatloaf. Meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, it's meatloaf. Meatloaf. <laughs> that's what it was. You tell him that if I ever see him again, it ain't going to be pretty. Mm-hmm. You don't do this to people. It's the rudest thing that's ever happened
2: to me. It's just unbelievable. Aside a uh, uh, little sycophantness, your street creds already. You don't do that to Tom Bernard. Yeah, you've well,
1: been yeah. a bit of an earner for him, you know. Well, I
2: mean, that's the whole thing. I, yeah. I believe that that yeah.
1: year, while well, we were the highest-rated morning show in the nation, yeah. the entire cut. Co- which, by the way, I never found out until they fired me. They
2: never told me that. They never told that. Oh, they never sent out, "Hey, way to go!" No, oh, congrats God, no. to all, and then reply no, on email. No, 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 okay. there was
1: none of that at all. <laughs> and I understand I've got an edge to me. I do, and un- I know that. And I, you know, some people get a little.
3: Remind me though, Tom, who owned. Uh, the station before Cumulus was it Disney? No, uh, Disney was two back. It was uh, Citadel, and Citadel had no interest in any type of outside programming podcast format. None no, of no,
1: none of them Really, N- none of them would ha- hear anything about that whatsoever. They just didn't want to talk about it.
4: So what happened
1: with this guy
2: in the meeting? Um, Any interaction later in life with him?
1: They're a little not in person.
2: Meet me at Herbs and Buckwood. I'll be <laughs> yeah, down there. Yeah. I'll be down. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll be down there. What did I'll be you listen
1: there. to when you were a kid? Who did I listen to on the radio? Yep. Uh, a lot of Rob Sherwood, mm-hmm. no doubt about that. Uh, Trudeau mostly KWB I guess. But right. then I worked at WDGY in right. 1975. So there were a lot of people over there, Jimmy Reed and all those people over there. But yeah, pretty much, I grew up with with the Rob Sherwoods and Trudon Blues of the world. Well,
0: what cool, What, Fun. what enticed you
1: about it? What did you like about it? I said, these people are BSing for a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not. This is not work. Right. I do that standing on a street corner on Plymouth Avenue and Bryant. You know what I do already, and it, it, that really is true. By the way, what I do on the air is what I've always done, mm-hmm. and I try to tell people this is not a radio show. In any, And this is back when I started radio. I said, this is not a radio show. This is a conversation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And most people just don't understand that. You guys understand it because that's what you've been doing forever, right?
4: How oh, I remember the first time I heard your morning show. It was the second time around. And uh, I was on my way to work. I was already enrolled in Brown Institute, and then, but I hadn't oh. started yet. And you came on the air and Hayne, God, I love Dan. He was such a sweetheart. Phenomenal man. Great guy. Yep. And I could hear you paging through the newspaper. I could hear the sound yeah. of the pages turning. Yep. And it, it was that moment when I decided, I don't want to be Wally Walker. I want to do a morning show. I oh, want yeah. to talk. I want to do re, you know a real show. I don't want to just announce Led, Led Zeppelin and mm-hmm. Leonard Skynyrd You know, mm-hmm. or any yeah. of
0: the guys you grew up with. do You miss them, Boone and Erickson, Steve Cannon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cannon. That I was, got to know that was uh,
1: well. quite an outfit for a while. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and I should throw that part in there because I did listen to Boone and Erickson. I listened to Cannon. I listened to uh, the whole station basically. Mm-hmm. Oh god,
4: the fun you used to have with them. Oh my god, that was fun.
1: Well, nah, some of them didn't think it was all that. Much fun, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it got to the point where where I used to go to dinner with Cannon once in a while. and Then it got to the point where where he just didn't want to do that anymore because his ratings were dropping and mine were going up. And it's like I'm not competing with you, right. mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. professionals. It's, a it's, just, uh, just, a, it's yeah. just a deal. Yeah, right. So um, it was that, that was a tough tough road to hoe there for a while, and I just. It's been really interesting because once again, I, I am not real good at at ass kissing or being nice to people. If I'm being nice to you, I'm sincere because I am not going to be nice to someone just to try to suck up. It's just not going to happen. Oh, you're describing me to the T. <laughs> yeah, I, I know, know everyone. I on. know that, Rook. I know yeah. that. You don't even know if I like you, Tom. I'm still kissing <laughs> yeah.
2: your
0: The show is the Tom Bernard Morning Show podcast yes. only, strictly podcast. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Who's with you on that
1: show? Uh, about. Everybody from KQRS. You in. Yeah, they, I brought everybody in except for uh, uh, Mike Evans, and he's retiring at the end of the year, so he didn't come. Uh, but everybody everybody else came. I had a couple people. Kristen Burt from Los Angeles. It's literally kind of the old KQ morning show, but mm-hmm. but uh, a couple of additions there. You know, Sansevier's on there. We got Gelfand. I should bring Gelfand into this show so he can start talking politics. he go, would you please shut (laughs) up? (laughs) He's got to be about 90 now, dude.
5: not (laughs) he?
4: Yeah. (laughs) That's exactly right. How is it that everything Mike says is funny? I mean, my God, he's the funniest man I've ever heard. He's got a punchline always, always ready, always available.
1: Uh, One of my favorite Mike Gelfand stories, the first year he's out there, right? First year he's on the show, he's in the... Kind of like the lunch room, I guess, of the old building. And he's sitting there and he's got both his hands over his face like this. (laughs) And he's lean, his face, he's like facing the desktop with his hands over his eyes. And I said, Mike, what's wrong? And he goes, I've got a huge problem. (laughs) My wife and I only have one thing in common (laughs) we both hate me. I said, this guy I can work with.
5: <laughs> yep. I can work with this fellow. He's, <laughs> he's never had a job,
1: has he? Oh or, God, really? He's ever. Yeah, like you and Royce. He's got yeah. that newspaper deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You'll, how's Side your uh, how's Side your, your uh, how's your garage door working? My home. garage door is working great. Actually, well, this
0: is the last day you could take advantage of getting your garage door checked for free. I could do
1: that by <laughs> by Precision Garage Door Twin Cities, ladies and gentlemen. Precision Garage Door Twin Cities with Joe Soussure. I don't need those. Do bikes. you know how I much outfits
2: know <laughs> <how much laughs> charge to get that right? They better snip at that right well, away. it's a twenty-five. I'm going to have some of my
0: Coca-Cola. There we go. <laughs> are you an actor? Or is this really good Coca-Cola?
1: Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. This is the last
0: here. day. KGLers can take advantage of a free 25-point safety inspection. It's normally an $85 value. They're not trying to sell you anything. I've met with these people. They're they're my new garage door people. They don't want to linger. They'll fix your garage door correctly and uh, leave you in peace. And they're available on weekends, and they don't charge extra for weekends. And uh, they uh, really know their stuff. It's a family-owned business. They serve the metro area in western Wisconsin. PrecisionDoorMN.com, and this is the last day to sign up for the free check. Uh, You're GLers, you'll figure it out. That's right. You know, I don't know if there's a time cut off, like 6 p.m. or whatever. But they'll take care of you. Yeah, there you go. They'll take care of you. And if you want to get a hold of them, get to PrecisionDoorMN.com.
3: Not a
2: Garage Logic Town Council member. Here's what you're missing. I need a binder. Anybody got a binder?
6: <laughs> Does that mean rubber band?
2: Yes. Uh, one day he was doing that in, in Maplewood. <laughs> he was looking for a rubber band and he was walking around. Hey, I need a binder. Anybody got a binder around here? I said, what's a binder? You know, those stretchy things that keep things together. You mean a rubber band? No, a binder. It was yeah. a, It was a, not a fight we had, but it was a, I call it a rubber band. No, Rook, it's a binder.
6: <laughs> I had the same thing happened to me, the job I had when I was out of radio. The boss asked me for a binder. I had no idea what he was talking about. He goes, you know, a rubber binder.
3: I thought a binder is and a three ring thing. Yeah, like
6: a Me too. And this guy told me it's a Minnesota thing, but obviously it's not if you guys all call them rubber bands. Yeah. I'm
2: sorry, John, but you're greatly mistaken. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic
3: with unfiltered audio and video access. Invites to exclusive events. An emailed newsletter from the mayor himself and more by signing up at garagelogic.com.
2: You know, right now, temperature in the 90s, and it's humid, and you're relying on that air conditioning unit that's going click, 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 quack, quack, quack. It's not supposed to do that. It's supposed to be smooth as Tom Bernard's voice. Oh, well. (laughs) I'm talking about Welter Heating. Online at welterheating.com. If you do have that air conditioning unit that's making noises when you flip the switch, or don't flip that furnace off without having it checked out if it's making noises, What do you want for experience? A 100 years? Okay, they've got it at Welter. How about four generations? That's just the pudding on the cake. What? Or is it the cherry on the (laughs) Sunday?
3: I forget which. You should use it as uh, Mr. George W. Bush.
2: (laughs) Schedule an appointment online at 612. Pudding on the cake. 825 6867 for the cakes pudding. Don't put pudding on your furnace. No, welterheating.com. The Welter family is great. When they came on Garage Logic, they said we know what a wonderful show Garage Logic is. And we just want to get the word out that we're not fly by night. Hundred years, four generations. 612-825-6867. Request an appointment online at welterheating.com. When it gets warm, you better call Welter.
1: Hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushi. What do you
4: do? Where do you go when you want to see all of your favorite power sports brands? All the latest motorcycles, the ATVs, the side-by-sides, all in one location? Well, you already know the answer. You hit up the giant cathedral of motorized fun at Moon Motorsports in Monticello, 25 minutes west of the Metro. They're the leader in both Honda and Yamaha ATV sales, and both of these exciting brands have delivered to Moon several new models that are ready for you right now. You can see them and the entire new and used inventory at moonmotorsports.com. Now, let's be honest here, everybody loves wheelies, and Moon Motorsports has an upcoming Kids' Day event featuring the popular wheelie wizard stunt team it's coming up saturday june 17th bring the kids for that they'll love it they are moon motorsports there are atv side-by-side and adventure motorcycle brand leaders south side of 94 just west of 25 in monticello and on the web moon tom bernard is with us what do podcasts offer
0: that radio can't
1: mm. um well first of all i assume that you're one of the owners of this podcast no. Oh, you're not? Okay. Well, not literally. Because I literally am. Well, well you're ahead of me. <laughs> no, I'm the only But we're all going to end up being in business together, and there's no way you could... I suppose you could buy a radio station if you wanted to, but...
3: Uh, I, and the way you're talking, in about a couple of years, I'll be able to afford one. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, you will. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that.
1: And
0: I just... Well, you know, I, let's, let's clarify that for the listeners. Right. I, I understand what you mean. You... You came on board and, and podcast under the Hubbard, Hubbard umbrella. Yes. But you're bringing your own revenue to the to the Correct. table. Yeah, yes. And we I don't do that. No, we, I understand that. We I have know. whoever goes out and sells it. The guy in the checkered suit. Well, with the clown shoes, yeah. With the clown shoes, <laughs> right. that's a nice <laughs> yes.
1: touch. Was KQ ever locally owned? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Well, it my, well, I, I had to have been at one point, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But uh, our first owners, when I got there, it was a couple of lawyers in Washington, D.C. that owned the radio station. Really? And they did not want to hire me because they met me. I'm detecting a theme here. <laughs> There's a theme. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, it was never locally owned since. I, again, it had to have been. At in the first, some point. At some point be, it had to yeah. have been. But then it was the, uh, what the hell were they? The McKenna Brothers. Mm -hmm. They were the McKennas. They owned it and they sold it to Disney, which, by the way, was just 25 years of heaven. Really? You want it, you got it. Oh, wow, really? Oh, yeah. I don't care care what you needed, you got it. Mm -hmm. Bob Iger and I became pretty good friends from that whole deal. You know, uh, he's back, but Mm -hmm. that company's changed quite a bit now, too. Yeah. I I think... uh, i got two stops today, Target and Disney. What do you
2: think? Oh. Thank you very much. Great. Right. K-E-V-E-F-M was the uh, okay, our, and K-E-V. original uh, yeah, original caller. Yep. And then 82, they went to uh, switch to oldies format as KGLD before returning to the simulcast. And the KQRS calls less than two years later. Yeah. It,
0: it was very novel for it to be an FM
1: station, correct? was well, absolutely. Yeah. No we were AM and FM at that time. Right. Um, yeah, K. Adam and K. Eve. You really? know who worked there? Who? Dave Dudley. Really? Six days on really? the road. Now really? want to make it. Yeah, he worked there. He was a disc jockey. Oh. And also, one guy died there. That was a nice touch. What happened? I said, this is... He was a disc jockey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> On the air and he keel over? Yeah, he oh, died on uh, the air, apparently. Yeah. Might have had a little too much dish wheel at some point.
2: And uh, <laughs> he's doing something else with the razor blades and cutting tape. Maybe. <laughs> okay. That's a possibility,
1: too. But, yeah, apparently it just, and literally, I guess for 15 minutes, it was like, chick, chick. This can't be
3: good. Back <laughs> to the Jesus. You show. mentioned the decline of radio, so I'm curious because yeah. I've always been a nerd listening to both of you guys growing up, or the neighbor to listen to Twins games. Sure. When did it change? When did
1: radio change? Yeah. When podcasting came along? Really? When digital came? Like the, the whole world. Streaming yeah. television is huge now. I mean, mm-hmm. I watch much more television than I ever used.
2: To. Think about that. The 22 mm-hmm. <clears throat> year old, the 25 year old doesn't read the newspaper, mm-hmm. never listen to AM radio, never, and even they get their, everything's on demand. Whatever they want to listen to, whatever they want to. And then the podcast, that's what they get on their phone as well. Mm-hmm. Rogan or whoever the, yeah, c- whatever yeah. the case may be. So I think that had a lot to do with it. You that question. wasn't replaced with those listeners. When those listeners left, they weren't replaced with anything.
1: Well, and I will tell you, I, I the one gift that I have in, in life, I'm very, very good at math. I told the story this morning, as a matter of fact, I walked into a bar a couple of years ago, and I looked up, and they had these little uh, pull-tab deals. I'm not a gambler, but I looked up, and I, I saw it, and said, Catherine, we need to buy that. She goes, what do you mean? I said, we'll win. And she goes, how do you know? I said, I did the math in my head. The winning thing, they said, is still in there. The buyout? The buyout. Uh, bought it out, it several hundred dollars, and they lied, it wasn't in there. Oh. oh. Oh, of that action. Wow. So I was, I should have won several thousand dollars and instead they had to give me my money back, I really? guess. Wow. Yeah. The, the winnings, the winning ticket was not in there. So what, what time do you do your podcast? Uh, with the family or the, the morning? Was there two? Is there I still two, seven to 10 yeah, in the two, family, yeah. Bernard family? Uh, 7 to 10 uh, is the morning show, and then uh, 10, 15 to eleven fifteen is the family podcast, which I love working with my family. I just mm-hmm. love working with Oh, it.
4: but that's a quick turnover, 15 minutes. Yeah, I did that on purpose because I got sick like, of waiting
1: around for a couple <laughs> hours. Like, I got nothing to do. It gets you know? rid of
2: everybody else, right? <laughs> what, do you do, yeah, what do you right. do
1: with your free time? Are you, are you playing much golf? I just started to play golf again after six years because, again, I saw once I flew to, to Atlanta... And he didn't even do the meeting. I went, this is just about over. Mm-hmm. Doug Sprinthal's calling. Apparently he's listening. Doug, he's uh, selling some vehicles. Selling selling a vehicle or two. What, well, he got fired? From off You believe that?
2: No. Because he was a really good
1: guy. All anyway, you playing golf. Now, I want to go after Walzer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: do it on your show, please. Yeah, do it on my own show,
1: yes, exactly. <laughs> no, Paul Walzer is still a great friend of mine. I just don't work with them anymore. But Paul retired, and that was one of the reasons I don't work with him anymore. Got it. No, Paul is a great guy, no doubt about it. But Doug Sprinthal is even better. So guy. Oh, let's go back to the question. I well, forgot. do you
0: ever imagine a conventional retirement? No, I don't think
1: I could. Yeah. To be honest with you, we just had a three-day weekend. Mm-hmm. And by the time Monday rolled on, I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, good. Right. I, I do. I just, I have to have something to do and I will have to the rest of my life.
0: Well, you know what Bud Grant said, everybody needs some place to go. Yeah. And you don't yeah. do this from your home.
1: No, I do it you from- You still have uh, your studio in the
0: warehouse district?
1: Uh, yeah, no, it's not in the warehouse district anymore. It's uh, in St. Louis Park. Oh. It's right next to-, uh, to uh, Pavic, right? Isn't it right at the Pavik Museum in St. Louis Park? It, you, no, no. Well, it's not that far from there, okay. but it's it's closer to... You know where, uh, like, K-Fan is? Yeah. That building? It's the next building over. Gotcha. So it's that. I keep forgetting the names of these companies right. now.
2: Why do you know where Kfan is? Well, I used to work there. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> Just know if your
1: secret <laughs> right. meeting's over there. I still have friends that work there. That's the only reason I knew where it was. It's right. nice. It's a hell of a lot nicer than any place I ever worked. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> Got, like columns and everything, <laughs> pardon me. Of all the people you talk to on the air, did you ever become close friends with any of them? A lot of them. Yeah. Gore Vidal and I became very, very close really? friends. Yeah. And what's funny about that is if you take me and Gore Vidal, people go, you two have nothing in, in common. I can't opposites, see it, right? yeah. I can't Polar see Polar opposites, it. that's exactly right. <laughs> but that, I think, has a lot to do with what the press did over the years. You know, painting this picture of blah, 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 Tom's this and Tom's that and blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. One thing I will tell you I don't like about some Minnesotans, not all of them. There are many, many wonderful people here, and I was born here and raised here. But they really do like, if you, well, you went through this in a way. If you get to be successful, you have to prove to them why you deserve it. Mm -hmm. They don't like big shots in this state at all. They don't like that at all. I mean, you know that, right? yeah I think we learned that in the last legislative session, yeah, yeah. well, there you go. So, I mean, I was in a situation where where it just, I don't know. I, they just went after me, called me this and I was that. I mean, i I can be very specific if if you don't mind. yeah, I've been called a homophobe, a racist, an anti-Semite. I've been called everything. That was the taxi. What was that? A pro- protest
3: in front of the station, right? Wasn't there a big protest that, in front of the station? Oh, yeah, they got really mad yeah. at me
1: because 100, 100 taxi drivers came over and peed on the building. Yeah. <laughs> the next morning on the air, I said, I don't work in that building. <laughs> they did not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> you, care for that. you can go ahead and pee on that building all you want. I don't work there. I don't take <laughs> it.
3: You know, uh, Tom, I'm curious. You've obviously been offered the chance. Did you ever consider leaving this market? Nah, not really.
1: I, I, yeah, I thought about it once in a while. Um, but as far as I was, I did, well, I lived in New York when I took the job. I was doing voiceover in New York, and I got a call one day from Dave Hamilton saying, you want to do radio? And I had found out, literally, this is how that happened. My wife, we've been together 42 years, been married for 39 of them. My wife called me from Minneapolis because I was in New York. We used to to 20th Street and 2nd Avenue. Was, I loved living there but she called me and said tom uh i've got some great news we're going to have a baby and i said great news except for the fact we can't raise a baby on 20th street and second avenue <laughs> right. that ain't gonna happen no, right. right so i said i don't know what the hell i'm gonna do catherine but we'll work it out i'll, I'll we'll track something down and everything it be good i can just do voiceover from there and it won't be uh, like working here but i literally back in those days just like this put the phone back on the cradle the second i put it down It rang, and I picked it up, and it was Hamilton going, hey, you want to do the morning show at KQ? Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, that is the coincidence. It it was, Yeah, unbelievable. So, yeah, I said, yeah, okay. And I I literally told Catherine, you know what, I'll probably take this radio job and be there about a year, and then I'll, you know, that'll be it. 37 years later, you know. We were thought to be at war once, you and I. Oh, you got very pissed off at me one time? I yeah. remember that was hilarious. It by was. The way. no the way you <laughs> it was handled it. Like, You're was... going
2: like this, holding his forehead. In <laughs> <of swing. laughs> no, I just thought
1: it was great the way he was. See, I was defending the newspaper. That's how I grew up, though, yeah. is fighting with people. Right. I mean,
3: that's <laughs> the North Minneapolis, yeah, Minneapolis man. It was the
1: 88 World Series.
0: was the 88 World Series. And, and, World and you constantly, well, when were they in the World Series? 87. 87. 87. 87,
1: yeah, 87. And
0: every morning on your show, you just waxed <laughs> eloquently about the coverage the Star Tribune had. <laughs> and, and it was driving me crazy. No, not you. Because <laughs> uh, we were Really doing well. I we still had Roycey then, and me, and all other people. We were covering our. I thought butts you were off. at the
1: Star Tribune then.
0: Not, no. I was gone there by 84. Yeah, oh, '84. Yes, Sid ran him out yeah, of there. Yeah. Sid fired you, year No, no, no. Did he really? Well, he was party to the effort.
2: He made sure of it. Yeah. You? <laughs> but but anyway, you gotta go. Get yeah. out.
0: <laughs> when we had our first kid, he sent a snowsuit over, po- postage due, to the <laughs> house. <laughs>
1: So that was three years uh, earlier. I thought you were still there.
0: No, and so I called the station, I said, I gotta talk to this Bernard. And, and I got you on the air, and I, I, I or I got you on the phone, and I said, you know, there's a St. Paul paper too. There's two papers in this town. Mm-hmm. They're both covering the World Series, and you said something like, "I don't give a bleep." <laughs> then, so my usual, right? My usual and, and then you took umbrage at that. Uh, you 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 got a real red ass about it. Not yes, me. Yes, you did. <laughs> what? You got a real red ass about Who it. Who heard of it? And then. And then uh, I ended up defending you on some preposterous claim that. the public was that. making about uh, your position with Somalis or something, and I yeah. said, "No, he's yeah. not doing that." Are you people crazy? Blah, I remember blah, you blah, doing blah. that actually.
1: Yeah. So uh, I believe I thanked you for it, but you nah, probably not didn't. not eloquently enough. He <laughs> oh,
3: <wow. laughs> <laughs> yeah. thanked so 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 the columnist. That that wow! was really close This guy. But I, I mean, want to yeah. thank Sid Hartman for covering <laughs> me in the Starch Review. Yeah, exactly. But
0: all those years. We never really sat down formally together,
1: ever. No, I used to run in you once in a while. And I've never over met him. Garrison Keeler in person. Never met him. I tell you what, he's a matter of fact, but that's a coincidence you mentioned that because I'm going to call him later on today. Fail auto for me. Well, do you want to go to dinner with us? Not really. Yes, you Why do. Not? Yes, yes, you do, Such. Yes, you do.
4: Oh, At your house. <laughs> he's already
3: trying to <laughs> cancel. In, in fact, well, he canceled. Tom, he even offered to pick up the check. That's no, what yeah, sure. so I, I heard him just now.
0: <laughs> well, if you want to be kind enough, put me in the loop. We'll see.
1: Yeah. No, I'm just telling you, I've I, I got to call him. So Garrison. I didn't know this.
0: Are you, do you frequently
1: see him? No, no, mm-hmm. not at all. I talked to him once in a while on the phone. Mo- mostly it's leaving messages. You know how everybody now, nobody ever talks on the phone anymore. They right. just leave messages. Right. So once in a while we go through that. But I have not in the last month and a half. I talked to him, I think, you know, actually it was early April. Yeah, when yeah. I talk to him, and, uh, and so we're going to set something. I ran into his brother last week, though, over at Midland Hills. You yeah, did no, he had home. a brother. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. <laughs> I had
2: no idea. Do you but, find that when you talk to him, occasionally he will be, hey, Tom, how are you? Good to see you. And other times he's... No, he's very nice to me. Okay. okay.
1: He's very, very kind. I think it's the same situation with it would be like you guys, Patrick Royce, I mean... You can't just be around for 45, 50 years and not be good at something. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And I think Garrison does realize that. And he's, he's, he respects talent. He really does. No, I mean, he hired Tim Russell.
5: Mm-hmm. Tim, yeah. Russell's yeah. Tim Russell's phenomenal talent.
1: No doubt about it. So, no, that I tell you what, I will, I, I will get to work on that today. It'll probably take about eight years to get it done. But, yeah. you know.
0: Well, before I let you go, tell us again.
1: What, are you going to uh, fire me, too? No, no,
5: <laughs> no. I don't do that.
0: I'm very intrigued by your uh, vision of this future for this. Yes, sir. And I'm going to take what you say to heart, because uh, I think you know what you're speaking of. And and so you see podcasting not
1: only thriving, mm-hmm. but but changing for the better. No doubt about it. Hmm. There's no... But the you know, one thing we have to do is and i don't know what they're going to do about ownership because one of those outfits and i you know one of them is 19 billion dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. How are you going to ever you catch up? You can't. You there's no way you got oh, no shot. By the shot. way,
3: 19 billion in debt and already had declared bankruptcy once. Yeah, you so you know this I know exactly who you're talking about. You know all about. three of them I'm talking <laughs> about. don't
1: you? <laughs> yeah. I mean it's a
3: grand total of about, almost 30 billion to the point where a large advertiser with that conglomerate and I were discussing, how are they getting away with it? I don't know. They already declared bankruptcy one time. Yeah. I don't know how they're getting away with it. I don't get well, it either. why don't you just tell us who you're I'm not about. getting sued. Is it <laughs> Well, you don't have to... What, don't, so not what's to sue if, money money if you're speaking the truth?
4: I'm, I... I this is a defense. I, I so, <laughs> your, but you guys <laughs> I are talking—you're talking major markets here, don't you think? In the smaller markets, like say St. Cloud, mm-hmm. Rochester, Duluth, and smaller, that radio is still pretty vital and For now, vi- yeah. vibrant.
1: For now, it is. But but I got to be honest with you—if it's not going to cost you anything, and you don't have to pay any employees, and you can do this show in the, in the mid-afternoon. You can yeah. do you know Phil and Judd for an afternoon show. You can do my show for a morning show. If you can offer all that just for a rev share, yeah. Yeah. you don't have to do anything other than yeah. put it on the air.
3: And the other part too, Kenny, that Tom mentioned earlier, when you're not harvesting and cultivating any young talent, and you can hear that clear as oh, day yeah. when you listen oh, to either yeah. satellite or if you're listening to small-town radio on your drive across the country, if you're not cultivating that young talent, then there's no point. Yeah, but Tom
0: Tom clarified that, that the days of a Tom Bernard walking in off the street and
3: choosing this for a career are right. pretty much done. They're done. But, yeah. Joe, you're also not... But... There's got to be some kid... At the board that has an interest in doing it. Right. That. And how are mm-hmm. they
4: going to ever reach, uh, I don't want to brag about it, but our our level of s- skill. Let's just say we know yeah. how to do the job. How will they ever reach our level?
1: Not going to happen. The seventh yeah.
2: grade, Tony Lee, sitting in Highland Park, thinking I want to put bits together and become great at it, mm-hmm. won't have that venue. No. To become no. that success, or the Tim Russells, or whoever, oh, right? No, that or the rookie. Very, very important. You know, sitting Rookie's that not, or the rookie. does <laughs> not I sit mean, at the know. table with Tony Lee. Rookie is picking up the audio scraps from Tony. Half <laughs> no, our bits out, are done yeah. by Tony, it's not the, by uh, me.
0: Uh, it's the Tom Bernard show Wait. and the Tom Bernard and his family show. And yeah, the family show. They're both show. available. Don't, you tell us technically don't, how they're available.
4: Don't try to usher him out the door. I'm We're not, I'm not I'm done celebrating
0: his show.
1: We're not done yet. Go uh, I, Rodney Dangerfield. Let's get oh, to you it. you want to hear that story? Yeah. yeah Have you ever yeah. heard a story about uh, Jerry Seinfeld? Seinfeld and, Je- and Jeff Cesario told me this story. And you've never heard it. Oh, good. I'm uh, glad you heard it. I, don't I don't think know. so. So
0: far, I haven't. Yeah. Okay.
1: So I told this story long ago. Because I was actually offered a job to go on tours Rodney Dangerfield after he died, right? Oh, I wow. couldn't really do it and still you know, do a radio show and all that. But so... I'm talking to Seinfeld and, and Cesario and Cesario's first day he he moved from Minneapolis to Los Angeles to start working in the business, right? He's yeah. taking care of business. And so he hooks up with Seinfeld who knew him from, you know, some circuit. work he had done in New York and the circuit and all that. That's exactly right. So Seinfeld and Cesario are walking down the street in Los Angeles and Seinfeld says, hey, uh, by the way, uh, if... Would you like to meet Rodney Dangerfield? Because he's right down at the Comedy Store two blocks from here. And uh, oh, yes. I'd like to introduce you. And he goes, oh, God, I'd love to meet Rodney Dangerfield. That'd be wonderful. So they're walking along, and as they get there, Rodney comes out to get in his limousine. The timing was beautiful, right? This gorgeous timing. They walk up, and <laughs> and... Uh, Seinfeld says, Rodney, uh, I want to introduce you to a friend of mine. He's the first day in town. He literally just got here. I picked him up at the airport. He's a great writer, producer. He's going to go to work with Dennis Miller on his TV mm. show. Uh, he's a brilliant, brilliant comedian. Uh, he's from Wisconsin originally. Uh, Rodney, I'd like you to meet Jeff Cesario. <laughs> and Rodney leans back and he goes, Cesario, huh? <laughs> Italian, huh? <laughs> Stick to the tumbling. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is that a phenomenal... All Italians are acrobats. Yeah. I want you to know yeah. <laughs> Can
0: you stay with us one more break? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. All right, because I, I, I have a different direction. I have a different direction I want to take this. Unfortunately, I'm going to tell you about... The sad
3: times in your life or when you have to arrange... Are you a, speaking of the good people at Mueller Memorial, sir? I am. Sir?
0: I am. They are great <laughs> people. I've known them all my life. They're in the third generation. I know Scott Mueller very well. They've been helping families over these tough hurdles for more than 75 years. Uh, I parked both my parents with them. Uh, they uh, They did a fantastic job. They handled the difficult details. You think it's frightening and... Uh, fraught with anxiety and fear and they they make that go away and help you understand it as they create a celebration for a life well lived whether it's a funeral or a cremation event you need they'll take care of it there's a book that Scott has written called What to Know Before You Go Uh, if copies are still available you can get one free by going to mullermemorial.com slash GL It'll uh, answer all the commonly asked questions about death, grief, and funerals in an informative way, same as they do in person. These are the right people to get a hold of. You won't be, you won't be disappointed. They really are really great people. It's MuellerMemorial.com. <laughs>
3: k l Surplus and Ammo
1: offers one of the widest selection of firearms in the region. k carries 10 different brands of ammunition, including Aguila, Armscore, Federal, Remington, CCI, Magtech, Cellier & Beloy, Norma, PPU, and Hornady k also carries many different brands of firearms, like Ruger, Smith & Wesson, Kanik, Glock, Springfield Armory, Rock Island, Rattay, SKB Shotguns, Hawa, Tika, Henry, and CZ. KLGunstore.com.
2: Minnesota Masonic Charities, started in 2006 when so many of the Freemasons came together and said, let's get this done right and let's get this done so efficiently that people are going to be pleased. Well, they are doing it. And recently, Cameron Zurich, a junior football player at Chanhassen High School, nominated teammate Tyler Smith. In addition to being an exceptional football player, Tyler shows extraordinary kindness and compassion to all of his teammates, but especially team manager, Welsey Parker. We will have a video that describes our story in greater detail on the Logic website coming up very soon. We interviewed Cam Zurich last week on our Kindness Chronicles podcast. Some of you may be familiar with Kevin Gore, co-host of the podcast. We were able to surprise him and share his story that was selected for recognition. These stories and more with their wonderful scholarship program can be viewed at mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org. They're doing fantastic work, and they're on Garage Logic to spread the word. No more secrets, no more funny hats or secret meetings. Learn more about this outfit at mnmasoniccharities.org. Rocking out, man! It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere,
4: Kenny Olson. Just a few hours left, I guess, depending on when you've uh, downloaded us. The Memorial Day sale at Maple Grove Lock and Safe ends today at 5 p.m. on Select Liberty Safes at the showroom there. 6901 East Fish Lake Road. It's the USA series of Liberty Safes that uh, are seeing some drastic markdowns. The USA 36 marked down $369.99. The USA 50 in textured black, that's $419 off and the USA 50 in gloss white or gray marked down $519. And remember, Maple Grove Lock and Safe, they're going to toss in a safe alert device with every USA Series safe that uh, you buy there. You can see all of these safes and so much more at the website, maplegrovelockandsafe.com. But stop in and visit Rich, the owner. Be sure to ask him about delivery and installation. And for you GLers that stop in today before the close of business, Rich is offering 20% off any in-stock safe that is not already on sale. So in my world, that means everything Everything in the showroom is on sale, right? 6901 East Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove, and on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com.
0: Tom Bernard is with us. How
4: important
0: was music to you? All that music you listened to for 40 years at 6 o'clock in the morning. Did mm-hmm. Did you? Did you? Are you an aficionado of rock and roll? Do you, Used to be, yeah. You, do you, do you still follow it at all?
1: No, nowhere near as much as I used to. When I was 11 years old, I, I uh, joined a band. I played in a band from the time I was 11 to 19. So I did a lot of singing, and I was a drummer and did all kinds of different things. But but it was mostly about the performing part that I just loved. I loved mm-hmm. it. But when I was 11 years old, something else happened that maybe pushed me into the music business,
2: This group called The Beatles came out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, it's like, whoa. And you're another drummer that thought you were better than Ringo.
1: Oh, that's one of the greatest (laughs) lines of all time. When George, not George, when John and Paul were being interviewed once, they were asked, do you think that Ringo Starr is the best drummer in rock and roll? And Paul said, and I quote, He's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. <laughs>
5: <laughs> well, pretty damn good. Well, that's a
1: great line <laughs> right there. What
0: musicians, you've talked to a lot of musicians in your career.
1: Yeah, over the years. Yeah.
0: I'm guessing was John Mellencamp a favorite of yours?
1: Oh, he's a great guy. Is he? Really good guy. Plus, he's good at picking out women. You ever notice his yeah. girlfriends are rather yeah. attractive? <laughs> what about Neil Young? Uh, met him once. He's a bizarre human yep. being. Yep. Very weird guy. But pleasant enough. Yeah. Actually, most of those guys to tell you the truth. They're they're all. There are very very few people that came through that were not pleasant to deal mm-hmm. with. I was just gonna ask that very thing. Who wasn't pleasant to deal with? Uh, a guy named Rich Hall, who was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. sat oh. and looked at sniglets. That was his thing. Right. Never said a word the entire ten minute interview.
2: Rich mm-hmm. Hall, the former news guy on. SNL, yeah, yep. Wow, that's a bummer. What an I thought he was. I thought he was funny. He had dry oh, yeah. humor. No, and, I agree. But I like when people are good to the help. When they're not good to the help, that's on. But you also know it too because it's theater. When you're
3: getting up to go do a morning yeah. show, if you're a, yep. com, a comedian yep. or whatever, you know, okay, now it's time to flip the switch, right? And
1: some were, yeah. people just you don't a, possess. Were you that. a
6: record rep?
3: Yeah, I worked at Capitol Records because yeah. nobody
1: would hire me in right. radio for right. a while. Yeah, from 1977 to. Uh, I guess about 1983, mm-hmm. I, I, I ran the Central Party of the United States for Capitol Records, which, again, was a hell of a job because, mm-hmm. you know, the Billy Squires of the world and the Knack, and we just had these huge hits. It was just fun. God, my God, it was fun. Mm-hmm. So, and I didn't drink back then, because if you drank as a record guy, you'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it would literally kill you. Yeah. Because they all want to drink with you. Yeah. So I just said, well, I'm doing this. I'm not going to drink. You don't have to get up in, in early anymore. Why Why do you do the podcast so early? Because I love the... We did that very intentionally. Um, by we, I mean my end of it. I don't know about the Hubbards or whatever, but I saw this coming several years. When you started, was it five, six years ago doing this? It'll be five September in September of, 19, of 2018. And you did both for a while, radio yeah. and podcasting. Right. Brilliant move, by the way. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing I've always loved about the Hubbards and, and Jenny Morris is she went, No, this could be something a
2: lot bigger than it is. She she's very good with that stuff. Tom, mm-hmm. they brought us in, they sat us around a table and they said, uh, we are discontinuing garage logic. And our pants were all full of <laughs> crap. Going, yeah, oh my right. god! Rook right. and I
3: stared at each other. And went,
2: oh, okay. okay. My wife's going to be thrilled. <laughs> and then they finished the meeting after we got all that. Oh, this is terrible. We're sorry. You know, it's right. She went into business mode, and and Dan as well said. Um, but those of you that want to stay on and do the podcast, but we are. Go ahead, Kenny. Well, we need to be honest. They gave us a pretty nice oh, see-a-later package. this isn't package. negative. No, this isn't negative. Tom, I had a year
3: off, basically. <laughs>
2: oh, oh this, so just like my
6: package. I, I, yeah, I, it was
3: I a good package. I, yeah. uh, I In didn't. fact, Tom, on our very, very first podcast, and I can pull up the tape, Kenny wanted to establish right away that I am having six-day weekends. Yeah, I had a six-day weekend for <laughs> <laughs> about, about half a year there. Let, was, let,
2: but but even, let me just finish what No, no, get to, the,
0: get to okay. the important point. But the important point is that that was the beginning of the end of radio. Yeah, it
1: was. Yeah, it uh, was absolutely the, the was.
0: ratings mechanism did not accurately reflect what was happening. It was no. a lousy way to uh,
3: do ratings yep. for radio, unless and you're number one.
0: It, well,
3: <laughs> but especially for AM radio.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, you
3: don't go
0: into a coffee shop and hear a talk show. You'll hear no,
2: music that's very, it's music. Yeah, it's yeah. always music. But this this was the plan in this meeting. The the end of the this second half of the meeting was. Those that want to stay in and do the podcast are welcome to. You'll be independent contractors, and we're building you a podcast studio so that we can. Uh, you are a guinea pig, and it was a bold move. We walked out of there going, "Okay, this isn't as bad as we thought." There was a nice severance package and. Mm-hmm you're going to get paid to do a podcast so it was a continuation so it wasn't just fire these guys they're morons it's fired
0: that's the way i I remember this let these guys (laughs) let
2: these guys go and we're going to go forward with again being pioneers in a new venue absolutely not
0: not the way i remember it you don't remember it that way what i remember is your guys are done silence i said what about we do a podcast? Oh, it no. was your idea. Okay. Oh, no, I remember. That. Yeah, I, I do remember. No, that's true. About that. yep. <laughs> no, they weren't saying, hot damn, now you can switch right over to podcast. Oh, see, I thought I it was go that. out the door. Or, what about a podcast? At which point they said, well, yeah, let's try that. And this studio <laughs> was an afterthought.
2: <laughs> I guess I must have been pretty hammered. No, not like I went home and got hammered and they called <laughs> in. That's right. <laughs>
3: In fact, um, Tom, <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard uh, the very first podcast that we ever did. Don't no, don't. do it was pure. It was just Joe had Joe that. had built up so much uh, energy about this very first podcast, and rookie hit record. Hello, everybody. <laughs> not no, yet.
4: no, stop practicing. God. <laughs> Jack and
2: Lori. This was doing this on right. the shows. Uh, I uh, like it. Did it start? Wait, go. Oh, hit play. Where's John John at? Start, I'm not ready. Oh, yet. Did it start? I didn't start without what the hell was This is the first 30 seconds of the first podcast. <laughs> okay. That's phenomenal. In
3: fact, a uh, listener had tweeted at us and had the plane, you know, flying off the tracks, wobbling, and said, "Hey, hell of a first start, boys!" <laughs> but you know, we learned, right?
1: Yeah. Oh my
2: god.
3: Hello, everybody. Hi,
1: everybody. <laughs> well, I will tell you, it even though I had a, had been doing a podcast for five or six years, the fact that the Hubbard stepped up, that any broadcast company stepped up and said. We're going to do this. We're going to do a podcast and we're going to be. I learned from you guys, by the way, that when I did switch over to 100% podcasting, it's going to take me about a year before people even know where the hell I am. Yeah, yeah,
3: right. yeah. That's I mean, true. it takes, a... and yes. I
1: learned that from you guys because at first, Nobody knew where the hell Tom, you Tom, I that.
3: ran into two people this weekend that said, oh, I sure missed you guys on the radio.
5: The other side
3: there of that
4: is we're destination listening. People don't discover us by accident. No. Hear something they right. hate and then fire off an email. Right. They have to look for us and find us. And there's a pretty good chance that they're fans. There's not a lot of hate listening going on with podcasting.
1: No, you're absolutely right about that. As a matter of fact. I just think at, at some point we will have to promote each other on our shows because it's only good for everybody. Because your listeners, my listeners, we probably have some the same, but mm-hmm. you know, some are probably. I think a bit we, different. you know, I think we always have, Tom. I think oh, we no, always we, have. Oh no, we absolutely have. Yeah, I just yeah. get calls all the time about that very thing. Um, I just think that if we we all do, just kind of do what we're doing. This is going to morph into something really, really cool. I'm telling you, it's going to be unbelievable. I have a
3: question that's I've always wondered: How did you get out of doing the state fair every year? I said,
1: "F you." <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's pretty easy actually. You know, <laughs> i have tried
1: that. We've, we've just also tried, tried that. We <laughs> <the> overrode <laughs> Actually, I, I am doing the state fair this year. Oh, you are for the first time in about nine thousand years. You know what? I bet you'll love it. I do like the state fair. It's just oh. you know, there's one guy that. I don't know, man. If I see him, I might, I might one have to bring guy. a three fifty seven. We got a guy man. a show. Do you really? <laughs> yeah, mean? we got
0: one guy per show. But this
1: guy looks really dangerous.
0: Oh, they're there, baby. They're out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, can You see this three fifty seven Magnum? Where are you doing it from? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Probably our from a, I think our from studio. Yeah, from oh, our studio.
1: Gosh. Awesome. And I think that's cool. It's a Saturday, I think. Cool. I Very think. Cool. I'm not sure. All but, right. But you got you got me going back now, and it's you know like i said i i i got no problem with any of this stuff it's you know i get like an advertiser i talked to an advertiser yesterday and he said i'd like you to do my my commercials and blah blah he's out of dallas i said yeah it's no problem so when do you want me to do it it's a it's a very quick little procedure it's not i suppose it's a medical procedure but nothing invasive or anything like that right i said when do you want me to do the procedure he goes what I said, well, I'm not going to talk about something unless you do the procedure on me, too. It wouldn't hurt me, right? Right, He goes, no. I said, well, I'm not going to lie to people. Oh, this is great for me if I didn't do it. Right. So there'll be none of that. Uh, You know, this stuff, I I will tell you. And this uh,
0: swimsuit area, uh, (laughs) enlargement? Maybe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Because we're about the same age. Uh... The last time I took a little blue pill, yeah. I went, hey, this is going to be great. And Kathy goes, oh, by the way, I'm going out with my friends tonight. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Really? <laughs> oh. So I get to sit around with the stick shift the whole night. That's great.
2: That's, that's fantastic.
1: Coat rack. Hey, Coat rack. rack, rack. Hey, look, yeah. yeah, there you go.
2: Sir. Hey, listen. I, uh, at the, you want to play ring toss. At the risk, <laughs> yeah, at the risk of dropping
3: the atom bomb, I have to give you a little bit of props because you gave me my own personal highlight. In my, in my long and storied oh, radio career, is. you know exactly oh, what yeah. this is. So it was the day after the three of you, along with Barrero, did the Vince Flynn Tribute at St. Thomas Academy, yeah, right? St. Thomas Academy. And yeah, yeah. I I, I want to thank you for introducing Vince to Joe and Rookie. That was very nice of you to do that. <laughs> but, yeah. um, but the next morning on the show, Terry had asked about the night, and, and she had said, oh, we're all the guys there. And then, of course, you, she said, you know, we're Joe, Rookie, and Reavers there. And you said, you the Reavers? Who is Reavers? <laughs> and I went, what is yes! a Reavers? What is a Reavers? <laughs> what is a Reavers? <laughs> What's a Reavers? <laughs> I've used that sound, but oh, that's
2: good. Yeah, yeah that was that.
3: awesome. That made See, my See, what was he
2: doing? honest yeah he didn't know Who what the, was the hell away. is What's reavers going on? <laughs> tom you know bernard
0: you guys tom bernard morning uh show and the uh, tom bernard family podcast
1: we're going to work together for many years you uh, know i, I don't give a so. rat's ass how old we are That's
3: right oh that whole retirement thing be- you <laughs> say <laughs> <laughs> tom, you about know. not knowing what to do
1: yes yeah. No,
4: that's it. Yeah. No, he's awful. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna
3: go golf. No, you're No, right. he, t- Tom,
4: he'll take a day off and then cancel the day off, yeah, so he can come in. in and work. <laughs>
1: Actually, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned golf because I mentioned it on the air this morning. Uh, Patrick and I played a round of golf about 25 years ago. Right. I didn't know you could score 200. Oh, boy. <laughs> we <laughs> sucked, <laughs> both of us, <laughs> so badly. Oh, my God, the we were horrible. He the lines scorecard. up
0: to hit it west.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <He's> <laughs> <under>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me close with this because yes. you guys brought it up. When I walked in here to sit down and see the two of you in, in particular... It brought back Vince, man. Mm-hmm. It, it, that was really difficult yeah. at first because I do miss that son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah. especially God. now. Yeah. Oh yeah. I man. mean, he's his lovely wife. I get to see her once in a while. She's with her new husband. Yeah, he great Lisa. guy. Yeah. Lisa's just fantastic. Uh, but yeah,
2: I mean, Tim, his brother. I see him all yeah. the time, and he's a he's Tim, a great guy. He, well, just, for a cop, you mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't got half a brain, but uh, that whole <laughs> Flynn family—they're just what They're you phenomenal. see is what you got and yep. again like joe said best name dropper in the world. best name dropper of the world and you didn't feel like he's like i'm at this sheik's house or i'm in russia's base. oh yeah king
0: of jordan i know it just didn't it didn't sound bad at all
1: <laughs> well <laughs> when he's having dinner I mean, once a month with rush limbaugh i'm yeah. like jesus really <laughs> yeah yeah he's uh i do miss him quite a bit he's a hell of a hell of a guy wonderful his, books, family. Too. his books are phenomenal yeah, yeah.
0: Thank you, sir.
3: Thank you. What nice. a great pleasure this is.
0: Nice of you to be here, and we'll be back in just a moment.
3: But before we go, Joe, i got to ask you a question. You ready for mosquito season yet? No, and man, are they bad. Uh, Moshield.com, suchi Boy, that's where you need to go. GLers, get on it right now. It's Ray and Mike, the father and son team that own and operate two franchises of Mosquito Shield right here in the Twin Cities, and they've been at it for years, and they will take care of you and your yard because getting rid of mosquitoes and ticks is their expertise. They aren't like other pest control lawn care companies that also spray for bugs. They focus on the mosquitoes and the ticks only, and that's because they use their proprietary blend that's specifically formulated to rid your yard, and it was invented by the founder of Mosquito Shield, and it's used exclusively by the company. You can't go buy this stuff on the shelf, and it works. They will take great care of you and your yard they come out every now 10 to 17 days for an application and if for any reason that you need them in between applications they will do an additional service call At absolutely no charge. And that's because they want you to choose when it's time to go inside, not the mosquitoes and the ticks. So go online, Moshield.com, Just put in your zip code and you're going to find them. Or give Kelsey and Mike a call directly at 612-619-1556. If you mention GL, you will get $50 off your service. It's Mosquito Shield. Mm
4: cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Souchere. Tri-State Bobcat. We're talking Little Canada. Lil Canada. Hudson, Burnsville, and soon-to-be St. Croix Falls. They've got a couple of uh, Toro time cutter zero master mowers on sale. You should probably check into uh run these numbers. It's not going to last too much longer, truth be told. The Toro 54 inch time cutter, my ride suspension, $48.99. Toro rebate, $200. Tri State Bobcat throws on another $200 uh, rebate final price forty two ninety nine that's a dang good price i drove one of these over in hudson fantastic machine now listen to this one it's a fifty inch time cutter thirty eight ninety nine you take off a hundred dollar instant rebate final price thirty seven ninety nine but wait this is where the warranty starts getting piled on the um the Toro, well, first of all, the Tri-State Bobcat Special, five-year warranty. And then you have the Toro Total Care Warranty Extension. That's a $460 value. This uh, Total Care deal, that means uh, pickup and uh, drop-off delivery within 25 miles covered don't have to deal with that. And up to a 30% reimbursement rate on covered maintenance items from Toro. So to sum it up, you get a dang good price and then you get so much warranty, you'll never need another mower again. Tri-State Bobcat. We have the uh, metro covered Burnsville, Little Canada, Hudson. Uh, Tri-State has Owatonna covered with man keys. And be looking for a Tri-State Bobcat coming soon on Highway 8 in St. Croix Falls. You can see everything at TriStateBobcat.com. I'm intrigued by the
0: story of Sister Wilhelmina Lancaster, a real nun, All right. as opposed to these idiots
3: at the Dodger game who call
0: themselves right. the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. I see Clayton Kershaw is trying to put his foot down. A uh, couple of the Dodgers are saying, "What, what are you doing? Wait a here? minute! Why here? are you having you these idiots this. in here? Mm-hmm. Any event? She died in 2019 at the age of 95. She was a uh, Uh, I I think she was a founder of her order, the Benedictines of Mary, Queen of Apostles, in Gower, Missouri. And then apparently a construction project came along where she was interred, and they had to dig her up, and there's not one indication of uh, decomposition.
2: It's like the Pope's on ice.
0: There's not one sign that she's been buried.
2: Got it. How do we...
0: You know, it's four
3: years. Well, what's the normal process?
0: Well, the docs are saying, you know, this can happen. Well, she was 94. How can you even tell anyway?
2: (laughs) Well, now, this is another question. Do we embalm And her
0: religious habit was perfectly intact. I like that. Uh, And and animals (laughs) could have gotten to her because it was just a pine box. It wasn't some lead-lined casket it was uh, it was she was perfectly preserved uh why are we putting a sister of the in the pine box that's the way they simplicity. like to go simplicity, really? simplicity oh yeah, simple, yeah. poverty humility uh, i guarantee you one of these sisters of uh, perpetual indulgence die and you inter them in four years you ain't gonna look good i got news for you right yeah, yeah. so here we are uh, <laughs> now go people in. are flocking to this town as, as well they might, and the monastery oh, what, what? has put her in a glass shrine oh, in their no. church. What?
3: Oh, yeah. Wait, so it's Wait. a sideshow.
0: So they didn't... Well, it's not a side I wouldn't call It's not a card they trick. I they mean, didn't replant her? They haven't planted her yet because... Uh,
3: hey, come on down for five uh, bucks. You can take a look what at... What kind of... Is this... That's horrible. Is this
0: above board? Is this real Catholics? The Diocese of Kansas City... Released a statement, the condition of the remains of Sister Wilhelmina Lancaster has understandably generated widespread interest and raised important questions. At the same time, it is important to protect the integrity of the mortal remains of Sister Wilhelmina to allow for a thorough investigation. Medical science uh, has indicated that this can happen. It's rare, but it, it apparently can happen. Uh, but you know, it's four years I would have been happier with the four miracle if it was forty, yeah. you know. Well, 40, okay,
2: you know. I'll give you that. Incorrupti- you think they're jumping the gun maybe well, just a little you
0: know, four years. Right. You know. Incorruptibility has been verified that could be the gum sheet you who knows? <laughs> Incorruptibility has been verified in the past, but it is rare. There is a well established process to pursue the cause for sainthood, but that has not been initiated in this case yet, the diocese said. Uh, the Benedictines of Mary, Queen of Apostles, also said that Lancaster has not yet reached, it's like the Hall of Fame, you know, has not yet re- reached the required minimum of five years since death for the sainthood process to begin. She I, what, is it, what is it in baseball? Five years. It's just like, yeah, it's just like the Hall of yep. Fame. you got to wait. Sorry, you got to wait five years. And uh, Rebecca George, an anthropology instructor at Western Carolina University in North Carolina, said the body's lack of decomposition might not be as rare as people are expecting. George said the mummification of unembalmed bodies is common at the university's facility, and the bodies could stay preserved for many years if allowed to. That I did not know. Mm. Uh, and typically, when we bury people, we don't exhume them, so you know, you don't know what's taking place. Right, right. The normal process. But I'm rooting for Wilhelmina. Is the box she's in now refrigerated? I think they took her out of the pine box and they have her in a new she's glass. She's to get case. the paper. Almost the paper like treatment. it's
3: the butterface at the state fair. No, right.
0: let's. This is the real deal. Now, this isn't perpetual indulgence. This is the. This is the real
4: deal.
3: Gower, know. G-O-W-E-R,
4: right just hop on southbound 169 you'll be there in a uh, half a day it's on 169 in uh, missouri
0: where oh. is it in relation to st louis on the
4: compass no let's talk kc it's, right, south, it's on that side yeah it's south and east of
3: kc by i would say oh, forty-five 45 minutes south and east of kansas city yep i'll be damned i have a question who's the uh, the guy that says hey ma we got a three-day weekend let's drive on down to gower I guarantee you that oh,
0: that's going to be some It's Reavers. you're uh,
3: you're not quite grasping.
0: Remember the, the people uh, that
2: visited the uh, watercolors in Clearwater, Florida? You know,
0: somebody threw a dream sickle on the side of a building and it looked like the blessed virgin. I saw was, that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I come down. on. Come on, That's a dream sickle. <laughs> this is this is the real deal. I saw a picture of her. Oh, you did. Well, you can't tell she was buried.
4: So this isn't a cult. This is an established a cult. religion.
0: This is catholics. Yeah, okay. Yeah, this isn't a. This isn't a, a, like I said. This isn't a coin trick. I mean, this who?
4: But when you exhume a body, and, and they dug her up just to re, relocate her, right?
0: Yeah, and reporting isn't what it used to be. So I'd like to know how many bodies did you have to exhume, and how many
4: of them were nuns from well, this order. And my question is, who makes the decision? Let's, you know, you take want a look? You want to take a peek? Nah. nah. That's I kind a, of that's, want to see.
0: That's another great question. Reporting is it what it used to be? What determined that she should be looked at? You know what Who really? Who
4: sh- the lid off the box? This isn't light. like when I was uh, five years old and my turtle died, and I buried it in the backyard and then kept digging it
0: up. every no, right. day. I don't. Just every just to see what happened? The, I don't think you know, <laughs> I don't see any similarities. You, you know, what would show <laughs> me
3: something if the if the Royals would have her come throughout the first pitch. <laughs> They could at least trot her oh, through.
2: Okay, oh, okay. Wow. Look, like a robotic arm. Maybe <laughs> lean her up
4: next to the snack bar or something. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, like okay. the old, Listen, like, like the old, like Listen, those old wild, woods, those there's old a wild method. west criminals after method. they've been filled full of bullet holes. They put them in front of the saloon. <laughs> There's a method to my madness.
0: The method is this: the the news has been full of this dreadful information about these phonies in LA, appearing in Anaheim and and Dodger Stadium. All they are is mocking, ridiculed fools. They're 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 not worth the price of admission. This is the real deal. This nun gave her life from the time she was 11.
3: So there, that, that's okay.
2: Good. There it is. Yeah. So,
3: you're saying she probably can't throw a good fastball, no, more of a change up can. right now, a little slower. Uh, but it is like the Hall of
0: Fame, you got to wait you gotta five wait. years, <laughs> there's a the process, so another year to go before you can. So, that means never married and never, uh, that's what it means, Kenny. That's not what once. it means. That's what it means. What about when you're
3: nope?
0: Long. No, now, there. here's an interesting uh, tidbit that doesn't answer a question. The nuns discovered an intact body and a perfectly preserved religious habit. The the nuns had not meant to publicize the discovery, but someone posted a private email publicly and the news began to spread. Uh, Volunteers and local law enforcement have helped to manage the crowds in the town of roughly 1,800 people as people have come from all over the country to see and touch Lancaster. Uh, it was okay. That still doesn't answer the question of why they why did they take a look at her. We don't. Know why did do they
2: have to open the box?
0: We don't know that. We don't know how many were exhumed. Uh, again, reporting is. Uh, I'm reading from an AP piece. It's by Trisha yeah. Ahmed. Wait,
4: wait, wait! I I gave the wrong coordinates. It's north of KC. All right, north of KC. I was looking at. Yeah, uh, so it's even closer. Evidently, I was looking at St. Joseph. No, it's directly north of KC.
0: And not east or west? It's just no. north of yeah. KC?
4: Just get on, uh, yep, north North of KC. Would I
0: have gone through Gower on 35?
4: Uh, I-35 is east
3: of 169. I see. All right. <clears throat> I am seeing a procession, and I'm not be- being, being silly, uh, of what you're talking about. I will post this to the GL page. It's actually quite something. Well, the
0: monastery said her body will be placed in a glass shrine. Visitors will still be able to see her body and take dirt from her grave, but they will not be able to touch her. I thought maybe they could touch her hem, or uh, she apparently made that habit herself. Mm. Maybe that had something to do with preventing uh, decay. I, I have no idea. But mm. uh, again, compared to the nun news that's been in the news lately, yep, I like pos- this. I like this nun news. Yes. That's a positive. Yeah. All right. Very good. You will have a six
4: o'clock meeting.
3: I kind of thought that was coming.
4: Yeah. Probably four to six. Kenny's is going to be on Zoom. I was really close to Gower um, last Wednesday, mm. a week ago today. So yeah, to but you were. By. yeah. yeah.
0: Mm. Say, right now at EcoFund Motorsports, Yamaha, Vintelli, and Scootstar electric bikes are in sale. In stock and on sale. Take those evil hills out of biking with an electric bike. You can take a test ride at the Forest Lake store on 97, just west of 35, or at the Burnsville store on the service road of life near County Road 42. Uh, this is you got some of the best trails for riding in Minnesota. You might as well take advantage of this. Zero percent interest for one year in all stock electric bikes, all the scooters that turn urban errands into adventures. Some of them get up to 115 miles per gallon and all you need is a driver's license to ride a 49cc moped, 0% interest for one year. Youth ATVs, dirt bikes, a buck 250, formerly known as the Crossfire 200, that's the golf cart, they're in stock and on sale. Uh, Aprilia Aprilia and Moto Guzzi motorcycles in stock, ready to ride home. Uh, I'm telling you, youth recreational equipment uh, service apparel helmets. The Vanderhall and Venice Roadsters in stock. Save two grand off MSRP until the end of June on any in-stock models. Two stores for EcoFun. The store that opened last summer in Forest Lake mm-hmm. got a large parking lot to test drive all those scooters and bikes. It's on 97, just west of Interstate 35, and in Burnsville on the service road of life, right near County Road 42.
4: GLers love the DIY stuff that helps our engines last longer and run better. And one easy way you can keep your engine running strong, use seafoam motor treatment. It'll clean your fuel system. It's also an easy way to stay ahead of preventable engine problems. Seafoam motor treatment, it helps engines run better and last longer. Safe and easy to use in all types of cars and trucks and engines. Just pour it in your fuel tank and... Let Seafoam do all the work. You can pick up a can anywhere that automotive products are sold. I've seen it uh, in grocery stores of all places and bait shops. Truly a wonderful product in a world of bad gas, Seafoam.
2: Great news, garage logicians. And I mean serious good news. Guess who's back? Escape with us vacations. Yes, Teresa and Maria are back on Garage Logic to promote a fantastic trip that you're going to learn a lot about. And this is Start Saving Your Money. It is next year. The Adriatic King. It's going to be a seven night, 18 cabin motor yacht cruising down the coast of Croatia from Split to Dubrovnik, July 14th to the 21st, 2024. I am hosting this trip, my friend. It's next year, it's not this summer. And you can get all sorts of prices. I will have so much information for you, and you might be sitting. Can Go I on, pick a different what trip where, you, Ray Ray not, where
3: you're not on Me it? Me and my
2: wife, Ramona. <laughs> yes, you can pick a night when I'm not on. It's going to be a blast, and we're taking taking reservations right now at escapewithusvacations.com. If you have questions, pick up the phone and call Teresa or Maria or one of the staff members. 651-788-4338. This is the launch date for Escape With Us Vacations. They're going to be with us throughout the year, and when this fills up, it's going to fill up. I'm sorry. You might have the cabin next to me while I'm snoring after a couple of cocktails. That is a once-in-a-lifetime experience, isn't it? I'd rather jump off the ship. I know you would because you work with me, but other people want to see me. I'd es- risk
0: sharks.
2: <laughs> with, it's, I, they took the trip last year, and so did so many GLers, and they absolutely loved it. So it probably is going to fill up quick. Escape with us, vacations.com, 4338 And remember, the trip is... Next July, 14th to 21st, 2024. More details to come. Escape with us Truth, justice,
3: and the Souteray.
4: One, two, three. That makes June 3rd. This Saturday. Wow. Big, big doings with DK Mags coming up. This weekend, Saturday, uh, DK Mags providing a SIG Sauer Try Before You Buy event at the Metro Gun Club from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on the 3rd. Along with this one-day-only event, DK Mags will also be offering 10% off SIG Sauer firearms and accessories, 15% off SIG ammo, and Saturday will be the last day to qualify for the $60 SIG Sauer web store promotion. And if that's not enough, good old DK Mags, they're going to be giving away um, a Metro Gun Club pistol membership, pistol membership. Just sign up when you try a Sig Sour coming up this weekend. And when you visit DK Mags, be sure to sign up for a chance to win a second membership. Remember, all of the same pricing available up at their second location, Monticello Pawn and Gun. DK Mags himself on Old 8 in New Brighton, and of course on the web, DKMags.com. Uh,
0: among the many new laws passed,
4: this legislator—it's hard to keep, to keep
0: up. up, huh? Uh, well, there, it's now law that all public, all new public restrooms have to have adult changing tables.
5: <laughs>
0: no, 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 mm-hmm. no. Change the baby, uh, <laughs> daddy poopy. Some Minnesotans say <laughs> using public restrooms has been a dehumanizing and disgusting experience because they're well—they're on the floor. And, and getting changed. And so, have, wait adults. a minute, is this for disabled people? Well, it's for anybody who oh. needs, I mean, it's for, for example, here's Linda Hood, a marathoner who lost uh, the use of her legs from a virus. She was Miss Wheelchair Minnesota in 2022, and she led the charge to get adult changing tables in public restrooms. And a woman named Sarah St. Louis has tr- uh, struggled with her son. Who has a brain injury and he's too big for the infant tables? That's
2: okay. That's yeah. a good reason. So they're going to be right. the adult. Uh, we were just worried tables. it wasn't
3: creepy people with a fetish kind of a thing.
2: Oh yeah, this, no, 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 this, no, this, no, no. this was
4: neat. It's not rookie crap in his pants.
2: Right. Just throwing then, away the grinders and
4: then his kid having to change them. Well, right. you don't blame. You can't blame these
0: people for not wanting to be on the floor. But for uh,
2: what? Here's what I don't understand. A lot of those bathrooms aren't big enough to have. Well, this says this
0: says new bathrooms, new bathrooms. So I suppose what that uh, suggests is that the new bathroom will have to be big enough to accommodate uh, the adult changing tables.
2: Sure. Okay. Right. Right.
0: And uh, so there you have it. So you might
3: be at a restaurant, or reminds me of a story I was uh, traveling. Yeah, and uh, I was not at the MSP airport, but I was at another airport, and I've always fancied myself using the the family restroom when I'm traveling.
2: Yeah, a little more, a
3: little more privacy.
2: Yep, yep, and, uh, a little room to stretch out. There
3: was a family that <laughs> did need the changing oh portion. I said, really sorry. Yeah,
2: I, you know what? I'm really. I remember you bailing out of there. That's like the guy at Home Depot that got uh, the cops called on him. He said, "You better call the bomb squad. I'm about to blow this thing up." and they call the cops on them well
0: it's it's a uh, <laughs> it's it's you time for this to, to happen yes. and uh, many people will benefit it's from about yes. yes. it's about to go down yes about to go down only because Jesus. they come to us.
3: <laughs> God. What's kind of went hell? off the rails
4: there my right. what the hell just happened <laughs> well
0: good. i mean i you know i there's a lot of new laws passed i did not know about this until today right. this is a new law yes right
2: uh so, anyway... I mean... I mean... You know,
3: we you never know. did get a uh, crap update from the flea market that you were taunting with us over the weekend.
2: Uh, What did I... What did you buy? Did you buy any
3: crap? You kept telling Joe, do you need a... you know?" Oh, I mean, that was at the flea market. I didn't buy any... You some outboard motors.
2: Yeah, but just... I mean, they were... I knew they were lousy outboard motors. Uh, I just wanted to tease him a little bit, but I made no purchases, Gabe... Uh, bought some stuff, uh, and that was. I think
3: the next time you go to the Elko Flea Market, you need to bring the mayor. No, I can't. Come go on over. down, bro. I'm not going. In over. the
2: food, fantastic. Only Grilled be- burgers, cheese curds.
0: <laughs> Only because they come to us. Walking
2: all- tacos.
0: <laughs> okay. Only because they come to us all the way from Fernandina, the villages, Florida, from the traveling Lyman. Yes. At WorldwideWafteach dot That's what
2: they're doing. Very nice bathrooms at Elko. And There's what do the of,
4: what do the pink flamingos mean out front? We're down with anything. Business yeah. is
2: open. They're uh, yeah. they're open
4: for business. Yeah, Come on, business. yeah, all all are welcome here. Right
0: on this
3: day in 1819. Joe, today is the last day of May. May 31st. Well,
0: let's see which one one of you dummies can get this correct. Where was William W. Mayo born? Rochester. No. Um, The Netherlands. The Netherlands. Well, Kenny's the closest. He was born in England. England. On this day in 1819. He was one of the first doctors to ever use a microscope. He arrived in the territory in 1855 and didn't settle in Rochester until 1863.
4: Do you suppose all his friends... Saw him using that microscope, and they just started making fun of him. Oh, yes.
2: yeah. look at Mr. Four Eyes oh, here. Yes, how oh. small are these particles you're trying to view, sir? I, I, I got something to show you. <laughs> My good man.
0: On this day in... Check
2: eight- out this sample.
0: <laughs> <laughs> On this day in 1853... May 31st. Isaac I. Stevens and his surveying crew... Stevens County. Left Minneapolis to plot a rail route to Puget Sound. Wow, that was a very uh, that was a big task. In 1870, the Northern Pacific Railroad followed this route or route.
3: Wow, route. Yeah, what was the the exact route? Route They went through Glacier. Yeah, I was, it's just gonna, I was wondering.
4: Yep,
0: and that was Isaac Stevens. And <laughs> I the believe the empire,
4: route. the empire builder, still uses most of that same route, route, hmm. route, route.
0: A route is uh, something that's repetitive. I have a mail route, paper
2: route. Really?
0: No, oh, the other way. No, route. no, I'm wrong. Route 66. A route is something uh, repetitive. Route a route. Would be a way to get someplace. Ah, what's out your
2: route? Of U-T-E. Yeah,
0: I, I think.
2: Yeah, I'm looking it up, cowboy.
0: A, a route, you know, the milkman has a route.
2: Right. He has, a, he has to follow things.
0: And if I'm going to take off and go to uh, Billings, Montana, I have to come up with a route.
2: You would use it as a verb.
4: Mm, Empire Builder doesn't go
2: through
0: Billings. Whatever.
2: So. It's between the <laughs> noun and the verb. <laughs> yeah. The noun is a way or course taken. Getting from a starting point to a destination. What? Route? The most direct route yes. is via So Los we were Angeles. right. We were right. Then.
3: Yeah. Go I on. have the Wikipedia page of the Northern Pacific Railway. Railway. Yeah. Railway. Okay. This is cool. Went right through
0: my town. Wow. Thank you very much. St. Paul to
3: Brainerd. And then, you know, she swam And over. shot over, right? Right, exactly. Yep.
0: Uh, Thanks to thank Tom DeMar- yeah. Tom Bernard. Thank you, and uh, Tommy. We'll be back tomorrow.
6: Hey, everybody! It's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like calorie smart, keto, protein plus or vegan and veggie and they use premium ingredients like fillet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini and asparagus for the no fuss meals and get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking or cleaning up, just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need and you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to factormeals.com/garage logic 50 use code garage logic 50 to get 50 off your first box plus 20 off your next box that's code garage logic 50 at factormeals.com slash garage logic 50 you get 50 off your first box plus 20 off your next box while your subscription is active
2: if you're looking for other podcasts just like the tom bernard podcast you'd find that at pod mn on your smartphone pretty easy to navigate around Finding the podcast or what your interest may or may not be, PodMN on your smartphone, YouTube. You can subscribe to Garage Logic and be entertained and educated. on some of the old videos we have, there's some new ones, but some of the old ones are the most fun because it was a very young staff of Garage. Some stuff out at the State Fair, etc. Some of our favorites. Check them out and subscribe to Garage Logic on YouTube. One more subscription we'd love you to have. Uh, this one will cost you pennies on the dollar. It is the GarageLogic Town Council, found at garagelogic.com. You pay $10 per month or $100 per year. Get a $10 Loney's Hardware and Garden Store gift certificate. And today
3: was the type of day you should have been a member of the Town yeah, Council. Yeah,
2: this is one where you should really have signed up. Garagelogic.com.
3: But before we go, I need to give you Gillers one final reminder this month of our good people at Hofferman Water. Hey, you know what? You want to see the best example of the best quality water you want? Go to my Twitter account right now or the Garage Logic podcast Twitter account. You get a sneak peek right inside my kitchen and see my Hofferman Water drinking water system that I had installed. Let's see, what, one, two, about six months ago, actually, I had it installed at the beginning of the year, and I love it. And we use it for everything, coffee, uh, the kids' uh, water bottles, All the, it's fantastic, and I love it. And I haven't bought a bottle of water since we had it installed. So go online right now, HoffermanWater.com. If you go online, you can see everything that they have to offer, courtesy of our friends at Connecticut, whether it's a water softener, an iron rust, or odor filtration system, or, like I said, a brand-new drinking water system. It's going to make an amazing difference in the quality of your water. I've been accustomed of Hofferman Water in Connecticut for about a half a decade now, and you'll be amazed at the difference it's going to make in the quality of your water. You get that new system, your showers are better, so is your laundry, your cooking, everything gets better because of Hofferman Water. Get on that schedule right now because you know what? Spring is a very, very busy time for the good people at Hofferman Water. 952-894-4040. That's their phone number, or like I said, just visit their website, hoffermanwater.com. And that's because Hofferman Water has been been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please do me a favor and let them know that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast.